Hey everyone and welcome back to episode 13 of the Common Ground podcast. Yes, hello everyone, welcome back. Happy New Year, this is our first um, our first episode of 2021. We're hoping to try and record a bit more regularly but I know we say that every year so um, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> Today uh, we're joined by Harveen, we're really excited to talk to her and um, we're going to be talking about our thoughts from like the student perspective on this new lockdown again um, and specifically exams being cancelled. So Harveen, do you want to say hi, introduce yourself? Hi guys! <laughs> I get nervous every time. Um, my name's Harveen, like Miranda said, and yeah, um, there's not really much to me. I'm a bit of a weirdo. I like to waffle, I like Netflix, and I like food, and that's basically... <laughs> that's basically... <laughs> I think we can all relate to Oh, You're so far, you're the most relatable person on the podcast we've had, so I the audience are already cheering for you. <laughs> I'm glad. Okay, let's begin, guys, because I need, like, to waffle about a lot about the situation with exams. Yeah. yeah. So, should we start with the situation with exams? What, Harveen, let's start with you. What is your opinion on exams being cancelled and the way that um we're going to be assessed now what do you think about it exams being cancelled so obviously the standard a levels we have the two years and we look forward to what well, we don't look forward freaking it's like dreadful but um we we look to our exams at the end of the two-year period well obviously we didn't expect covid to happen that's not normal this isn't a standard thing this is like crazy and so it's made everything different and I would have been happy to do exams if we didn't have, I would have been happy to do exams if we didn't have this second lockdown. So if we still had our first lockdown, I would have been happy because the thing is from the school that I come from and how I've been from the course of being in school, I can teach myself. Like I am able to teach myself so I could do that myself. But when we went back in year 13, having like our school had like a two week, staying at home period because there was so many cases goodness gracious me so many so obviously that happened and then just there's so many students that have been off of school because of isolation because them having covid I just think it's unfair for us to still do it but this is one thing that I was saying to students there's no way that you can win out of this and get a fair 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 way of doing it because the thing is if they made us do exams it's unfair for the people that weren't able to access such education because of being ill or because of their situations at home but then if we did cancel exams there are schools that can either make it like the schools have the ability to make tests easier like the off-call board will just literally just look at the grades and see if it's okay do you know what I mean and if it matches but they're not going to check each and every exam so in that sense, it's unfair. So there's no way we can win out of this. And then just yesterday, I saw some someone post something about that. They might give us mini assessments, like mini exams, not full exams. But either way, it's like, I, I just don't, un, it's, it adds extra pressure to us because it's like we're working. But what are we working towards? Like we need to know what we're working towards that we have a set mind. So we're like, okay, this is going to happen. Because if they keep on changing their minds, yeah, it's on, no, it's not, mini assessments, not mini assessments, teachers' grades, not teachers' grades, a mix. Like, they're literally messing with our heads and we're just like, okay, but what are we doing? Can you not be straight with us? 
so like in a sense like I am grateful for exams being cancelled but I have to rely on my teachers for this and my like I'm not sure if I'm I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to do you know what I mean yeah. I'm not sure. yeah I know like, I before we, uh, we actually started recording about how you know there's so much inconsistency even within our school about how people are being assessed and making it fair I know Sarah was talking about um you know having like surprised chemistry assessments you know in the midst of like applying to universities obviously we're not going to be revising because at that point we all thought we had exams and again it's that thing of our government just being so unprepared they had to wait until January to cancel them <clears throat> sorry if we knew that we were not going to have exams from the start of year 13 we would have patterned up we would have you know been revising more for these assessments but the fact that they didn't tell us that and so we all, I think we all slacked a little bit because it was a difficult situation and on top of that you have some teachers uh giving like different levels of warning on when you're going to have a test I mean Sarah do you want to talk a bit about your experience with I mean <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds I think the way that I feel about it is both a reflection of I guess going to grammar school and being in such like an intensely competitive academic environment but also like just how like stressful this year has been as a whole where it was just this thing where so we were told by one of our teachers everything counts this year because we don't want a repeat of last year and so on and so forth and I understood that we all understood that however there was also like a silent understanding that while early applications to university are happening I'm not going to prioritize my subject revision because I'm working on my personal statement I'm really just trying hard to get everything done and so I just remember like I think there's been two or three occasions with this particular teacher where we walked in and it was just right everyone piece of paper grab the piece of papers at the front it's, you've got an hour you're doing a test and it was like it just came completely out of the blue and the reason why it really irritated me and upset me was because we were then told that this was a test that would count towards our grade should exams be cancelled and it, it was so stressful because other classes had been warned about it a week in advance we received no warning and so if we hadn't been revising and we hadn't been given due time to revise and to like prepare for it we basically walked into something that was like where it would have been impossible for us to get as high a scores as the other classes and I remember it got really severe to the point where people have told me that like they like half in a joking sense but half in like a sincere sense where they were like sat there thinking if this is how the rest of the year is going to go in terms of my grades they like literally wanted to commit suicide it got that bad and they were sat there and they were contemplating it and I just think again there's an element of hyperbole to that in the sense that we do go to extremes in those situations but the fact that that's the thing that people felt so so much despair during a chemistry test that lasted an hour because of how intense and like stressed out we had been made to feel about these exams in the first place only then to be like have the chance of revising for them taken away from us completely so any control we had over our success was taken away from us while also being told that success in this exam was incredibly important it really just it kind of broke my morale very like early on into the school year and I just remember like I just remember kind of freezing up in that exam and just feeling like utter crap 
like like there's no other way to describe it. i just felt so worthless and stupid and unprepared and flustered and like all these things in that moment it was so intense and like it got to the point where some people didn't even like answer questions they just wrote their name and left it at that and i think it's just like and now we're being told that the reports from our grades uh, the, uh sorry pardon me the grades on our reports came from that exam that we did and it's like no if if 30 or sorry 20 something people haven't had an opportunity to revise for that make it 40 because that particular teacher teaches two classes out of i'd say 100 or so people maybe who do uh, chemistry that's 40 of us at an immediate disadvantage whereas everyone else has had that opportunity to revise we've had similar situations in like math tests where i went into the first one and i thought i'm going to be honest it was an online exam and I was like, I'm going to be honest and I'm not going to cheat for this one. And so naturally I didn't do as well in it because it was quite, it was fairly difficult um, as well in, in it as everyone else, because every like almost everyone else in our year group cheated. And again, that was a test that was used to determine our grades to go on our reports, all of which, if we do have teacher assessed grades, we've been led to believe thus far by teachers will count towards our final grade. And so it just feels really like unfair and just, like it, it's just frustrating and like I completely agree with Harveen where it's if we hadn't have had this second lockdown I remember actually um uh, like around December time the government actually released a plan saying that at the end of tell us topics that came up in tests we're still gonna have A-level exams but they're gonna be reduced content and they were gonna tell us topics in advance and things like that and I was like this is the ideal situation for me but after this second lockdown, I'm not prepared for any kind of exam just because it's so much more difficult to like learn and be motivated and stuff like that. There was one thing that you said, Sarah, that I wanted to like um, speak more on. You know, the when you said that like the students were sitting in that exam and they were like, you know what, like I want to off myself, like I want to commit suicide. I want to say that it's become such a normality for our age group to say that. When I tell you the amount of people that I know, the fr my friends, people that I know that I, I just hear in a corridor, they say, I want to kill myself. I can't handle school. Like, I can't, my mental health. It's like, it's become a normal thing. And that's what's worrying. Because the fact that people say, because usually if someone comes to you and they say to you, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't, I don't want to live. Like, I can't, I can't handle this. You will take action straight away. But it's become a thing of like where you say it now, no action's taken because everyone feels the same way. And it's because of this lack of support that we get. We have, there's a lot of talk from schools. I'm saying this from a personal perspective, but there's a lot of talk from schools where they're like, yeah, we're here from you. And I know some schools that actually do make an effort to make sure that their students' mental health are okay. But personally, I just think that there's a lot of teachers that, don't understand the situation one thing that I keep on saying is that these teachers need to understand that they have their jobs and we don't we are working towards getting a job meaning that we need the most support ever and we need we literally need the best grades we need to it needs to be fair and like Sarah the maths exam guys I take maths for A levels you know what biggest mistake of my life okay stats mechanics year two disgusting disgusting but that exam that Sarah was talking about, loads of students cheated, right? Because online, it's not going to go well. People are going to cheat. Like, if they have a chance to, they will because they want the best grades they can get. 
So people did cheat in that exam on what we were doing in school. It was a year one paper, la da People forgot year one because we had a lockdown for six months. People forgot maths, okay? So people had to cheat. But what frustrated me the most was that we had these um, reports coming out, you know, autumn term, spring term, summer term, la da da And we got our reports. And the grade that I got was, I'll say it, I don't mind. I got a C grade in maths. For me getting a C, you know what? I'd be happy. I'd be ecstatic if that's my final grade for A-levels because I can't lie, I lack a bit of brain cells. Like C is sick for me, guys. I'm telling you right now, banging. But my effort for the autumn term for maths, I deserved at least to be, if not an A. I like, I, I can say that on, I can put that on anything. I, I deserved higher than a C. So I was frustrated and I asked my subject teacher, I was like, can you tell me what you use to determine these grades and how I can improve? And he was like, okay, so from your mini assessments, blah, 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 but also the year one test that we did. Guys, when I tell you, I literally failed that test so bad. I mean, getting this final grade C was pretty good because the grade I got in the test wasn't. But what frustrated me the most was that this teacher knew, like they knew that obviously students cheated in the test, but they still used that. And honestly, it could have been a situation I'm not saying like they're fully in the wrong they are kind of but also we haven't done any year 12 mocks we haven't done any year 13 mocks we haven't done any proper like assessment assessments it's just been mini tests so that that's all they could have used but even so if like this situation here is what can happen for our final results is what I'm trying to say for our final A-level grades, what's to say that if this teacher is going to use this for our report for our autumn term then what's to say that they won't use it for our final grade? And that's what stresses me out the most because it's like doing stuff online and everything. I know it's difficult to, to get the most easiest and fairest way, but it causes stress on students because there are students that did not cheat because they wanted to see how well they did and they got a bad grade, but that's their potential. But then you have students who cheated and got banging, banging grades. And it just makes you think, is it really a case of you just have to cheat to be able to do well like it's not about educating yourself anymore it's not about learning the content understanding it enjoying it it's about literally you need to cheat to do well like nowadays in this generation that's all you can do if you want to get anywhere in life basically because if you try going by the books and going by the easy way of like let me learn this let me understand this let me do this let me do that affairs for you you become like you have more information it, it it literally makes you like know more about what you're doing but is it really going to help you get where you need to go for your next step if you understand what I mean basically yeah yeah I think definitely for our year group and maybe like year 12 as well there is nothing in education anymore there's no there's not even the pretense that we're learning for learning's sake we are literally machines to get grades to move on to the next stage in life. And I think that really goes back to what Harveen was saying about the mental health aspect and how it's so normalized for everyone to just be miserable all the time. Oh, it's, you know, it's expected. We're expected to be working every second of the day. And when you, when you have that expectation, so much pressure is put on one letter, on one grade on your report. And I think that is why people resort to cheating because if we truly believed it was an accurate reflection of our education and if that message was reinforced, I feel like people would be more inclined to, you know, try their best, learn from their mistakes, move on. But at this point, everything has come down to can you get that grade? Because that grade is all that matters. 
And, you know, as again, Harvey, you were saying, our school, and I think most schools, they're all talk with the mental health. Oh, we're here to support you. We're here to support you. But you're going to have like 10 tests, but we're not going to give you any, like, we're not going to take into account how much pressure, the added pressure of trying to work from home, the added fear, the added like unknown being sent home, not knowing when our exams are, all of that builds up and is all very well saying, take some time for yourself. But how are we meant to take time for ourselves when they're setting us piles of work? And also, I remember when we thought we had mocks, um, we thought we'd have mocks around this time. In December, in our sixth form common room in the square, which is meant to be our place for relaxation on these TV screens, you know, it was there. A countdown until mock, literally by the second. Wow. I'm trying to relax. You know, I have been stressed. We're all stressed. I'm trying to relax with my friends. During my lunch break, I don't want to look up and see literally the seconds ticking away until I'm going to have an exam that could potentially determine my A-level grade. And the fact that our friend went and told our sixth form support team, you know, we don't like this. This isn't good for our mental health. They did nothing. It was still there. It's just, it frustrates me so much that teachers do the bare minimum for us because at the end of the day, they don't, again, this is an exception. I'm making, sorry, I'm making a generalization. There are exceptions. But at the end of the day, they just view us as numbers and statistics and they just want they just want us to do well so it reflects well in the school at whatever personal cost that may like have on us. Mm. I'd just like to take a quick second, if you guys don't mind. I want to signpost a couple things because I'm aware that we're talking about quite heavy issues. So the first is um, if any of the mental health struggles that we're talking about resonates with any of the listeners, please know that our DMs are always open at the Common Ground Pod on Instagram. If you know us personally, you can reach out to our personal um, Instagram accounts. I can't guarantee that we can help you or provide you all the support in the world, but it's something, you know, please, please do reach out um, because no one should be left to feel that way or to struggle in silence. And I, I mean that so sincerely. Um, the second thing I'd like to say is um, just in general about teachers. Um, when we refer to teachers and things like that, um, I know Miranda just made it a bit clearer there. We are making generalizations. Um, I hope I like I want it to be known that all three of us recognize and understand the amount of work teachers do put in and how much a good teacher does really, really care. It's just unfortunate that our school, when it comes to legislation, we do have to deal with teachers who aren't necessarily as um I can't think of the word understand. but uh, concern. yeah understanding or concerned um i'm also well aware um that we're speaking solely from the effects the pandemic has had on a student perspective so naturally um things have th things have been difficult for all of us regardless of what you do for a living um who you are and what your experiences are they have been difficult on all of us um however if you do feel as though you know, what have they got to complain about, blah, blah, blah. We're only speaking specifically from our personal perspectives. We do recognise that everyone has struggled um, disproportionate amounts and it's it's gro it's been horrible for us all. So please don't feel like we don't recognise the struggles of other people. Um, going back to the mental health talk and our school's, uh, let's say, lacklustre approach towards yeah. it, there is so much that I could say. But um, I'm going to hold back and let you guys talk a little bit more onto that. I just, I wanted to say, like, our, okay, obviously we have frustrations. But like Sarah said, we understand there are teachers out there that really do care and everything. But it's like, 
what I don't understand is that there are some teachers out there that they're so strict and like they put on a front but then behind scenes they're supportive but it's like why do you need to do that like why can't you show to all of your students you're there for them do you know what I mean and like a lot of school tend to just be like we're here for you but it just doesn't feel like that so for example tomorrow I have an exam guys I have a little mini assessment um in my business studies that's another subject I take and then the teacher sent an email and then they were like yeah so it's tomorrow so they gave us a they gave us a heads up um the teacher did give us a heads up previously as well like they gave us a topic and everything but then what's the more stressful part is that there are people that suffer from not suffer but they experience technical difficulties you know like um then might go out and this affects all the timing is timed in the sense that there's a specific time limit and once it goes it will just lock the document will lock and it's from 9.05 a.m to probably for an hour. I don't know how long but my stress is that imagine for me if my laptop was to just shut down or if my wi-fi was to go out and then I go to the teacher and I'm like this has happened and it's like you could literally bug out because the teacher might be understanding they might not they might be understanding but then in that you're sitting there you're like imagine if this contributes and the teacher like completely forgets and I get like a, a five out of 20 in this mini assessment like this is going to contribute to my grade and it just stresses you out it just it adds extra stress on you and it's just like I just want I, it's difficult but I just want every school and every single teacher to understand that it doesn't hurt to be understanding and to reassure and to tell their students, listen, everything's going to be okay. We're on your side. We are here. We're going to help you. Because me personally, I don't feel like that. I just feel like the teachers, yes, everyone's going to their own stuff at 100%. It's difficult. I understand. And everyone's got their own problems. No matter how extreme or like minimal they are, everyone has any. Everyone has their own limit to their problems. You know what I mean? what do they have to lose by being understanding because i think we're all aware that there is no ideal situation where this plays out realistically if we're being brutally ourselves when it comes down to final grades whether it's teacher assessed or we end up having some form of final assessment or things along those lines we can't guarantee that things such as social and so cut like um what i mean to say is we can't guarantee that there won't be a classist divide between students who don't have access to technology etc and students who do we can't guarantee that there won't be a cultural divide um where students of color will as it was seen last year actually um were unfairly discriminated against when it came to final grades so we know we know 100 percent that the unfortunate truth is we cannot have a fair means of evaluating our grades. We can try and get as close to that as possible, but we cannot have that because the government is the government. However, with that in mind, what do teachers then have to lose just by being a little bit understanding? Do they need to necessarily be so authoritative when it comes to enforcing these rules about in order to prevent cheating, etc.? Because realistically, if someone really wants to cheat, they're gonna find a way, like, trust me. Um, and so, yeah, I hope that maybe. Yeah, sorry, like what, that's, that what, that's 
exactly like what do teachers have to lose to be understanding like that's what I don't understand and it's just like from my perspective when you sign up to be a teacher you're signing up to you know like take care of students if you know what I mean because you're you're not like a parent but you're you're helping them get through life in a sense because you're educating them so it's like with this whole pandemic going on us missing lessons lesson time because of whatever like I just don't understand why teachers can't think you know what like let me try helping these students let's let's do this let me reassure them every week like us check up on them because we don't get that I'm sorry but we don't like I haven't had one teacher say like oh like how are we or how are you co-? like a proper conversation about how I'm coping in the pandemic and what is that each school is supposed to have their own like is it like first school course? I'm not sure but it's like me per- okay uh, okay I'm, I'm from the same school so I'm right by the way guys um uh, just in case you didn't know but it's like I haven't had one like email or like an email to the whole of the school or like even to the whole of the year where it's like guys how are we all tell me send me like a you know what if if I was to take this role as a pastoral support I'd send an email out and you know what I'd make the time like I would because if I've taken up this job to take care of students, educate them, help them get through life, I will want to know that they're okay. Not just, not solely the ones that go through stuff, because obviously they will be my main focus, but also the ones that stay quiet, because not every student will say what's going on. People put on a front, people literally, they they may seem like they're living life, they're smiling, laughing away, but deep down they could just be hiding it. And that's why guys, when Sarah said, if there's any like worries you have if you need to speak to someone and if you don't want to contact I'm sure Miranda and Sarah will put the phone lines of like some places where you can call in case you're feeling like a bit down if you're feeling any any sort of negative emotion but if you guys need someone to speak to please come to me like I'm being serious um they'll put my Instagram there as well but in case you want to hear it it's feel free to drop me a DM because honestly we need to all be there for each other I'm telling you right now, like students are going through it. People, students, our generation's going through it, even adults, kids, teenagers, mid adults, whatever you call them, everyone's going through something and no one should go through it alone, especially during these times. And it's sad to know that our school, we have to say stuff like such things that we don't feel like we're getting the support but honestly it's the reality and it's probably not just ours it probably is happening across so many and it's just it's draining it really is because my mindset right now is that my grades are in the hands of my teachers I don't know if my teachers are going to be fair the fact that I feel like I need to write an essay to them explaining my situation explaining different things everything like that it stresses me out because it's like I want every student to be able to go to the universities they want to and to get the futures they want to but it's so difficult within this pandemic and every oh just everything's just not great at the moment but I'm just telling myself get through it each deal with each day as it comes because there's no point looking into the future too far because guys you've seen how quick it can change like December holidays as Miranda said the school decided to put the freaking time countdown to marks did they want my head to explode like seriously but 
So I decided two weeks of the Christmas holiday, I'm going to bang out work. I'm going to focus on my education. Well, I was anyway, but like focus on my mocks, basically. And then the two weeks I was working really hard. And then they announced that it gets pushed back another week until we can go back. So I was like, you know what? This is good. I can I, I have an extra week to prepare for my mocks. This is good. And then they say, oh, yeah, I'm locked down. And I'm like, okay good in the sense I have more time to prepare for any exam but draining in the sense that I have not had a holiday because every single day I've been working towards these mocks which will count towards my grade because of this whole grading system that's just so corrupt and just not it doesn't make sense make it make sense please because it does not make sense to me at all and I just needed to get that out I probably sound really like no right now. but honestly like it's not fair to all of us I just want to emphasize, guys, it's not normal to say, oh, I'm upset, but that, that's standard. Like, I know every single person out there probably feels upset and everything, but I want to tell you that's not normal. And the only way that we can honestly get out of this and support one another is by supporting one another. Message your friends. The littlest things matter. Just message them. Ask them how they are. Ask them how their day is. You don't have to have an hour-long conversation. It doesn't have to be long, but just a little message can honestly help someone. And in times like these, it's just so important because you don't know what people can be going through. And if you, I just really, honestly, guys, just have one another. That's one thing I want to emphasize because honestly, it will be worth it in the long term. Um, that was really, I think we, we all like agreed there. Definitely, you know, you've got to look out for each other. Um, I, I don't want to, I have like another question for you guys it's slightly moving away from the topic of um like mental health support for students but just more generally um we are talking a lot about how this grading system seems unfair um but i i was thinking okay so they cancelled the exams last year they've cancelled our exams if this pandemic goes on for longer i bet there will be petitions to cancel the exams for the year below us and i just wonder at what point are people going to start questioning whether we need exams and okay, I know, I know that this system doesn't work for us because we only, they only, we thought we were working towards exams. So obviously, as we mentioned, we haven't been putting as much effort into some assessments because we didn't know that they were going to be used. But if they change the system, I genuinely think it's more fair and it's more reflective of a student's potential, especially people who don't like perform well in exams because of like anxiety, stress. You know, I know that students um, get like extra provisions if they're dyslexic and stuff, but it's still not fair to have your entire, like in some cases, three or two years of education resting on two hours. And I feel like if exams get cancelled one more time, they're going to have to seriously rethink whether it's worth doing exams in the future and whether or not they should change the system so that your entire experience of education all gets like summed up into a final grade. What are your thoughts on that? Literally, oh my gosh, you, you just made like, you made my mind explode because I've said this before guys is it just me okay before this pandemic like a lot of us would say why are we sitting these exams like it should be it should be they should look at our potential throughout the years right if we knew that they were gonna if they knew that they were gonna assess us on how we did over the course of the the periods of a levels then we would have to put in effort because a lot of students tend to not put an effort through the courses of the two years and then for the exams, bang out. Why is that? Because we know it's the final exams that matter. But if they change it so that 
it's a case of how you progress through the year, how you do for the whole two years. That will that will be more of a reflection of our students. Because if we're told that means that every time we're in lesson, we're learning new stuff. We're learning new stuff, everything and it's okay, sorry, I got distracted there for a minute. Give me two seconds. Hello. So like I can hear myself. Not anymore. I think it's okay now. Yeah, that's okay now. Okay, cool. So like over the course of the two years, so if I know that I'm if I know that I'm gonna be graded over the course of two years, when I tell you I will be interested in the subject that I'm learning, honestly, and I will perform to the best of my ability. And it's just better for my mental health because it's like it's the little things as you go and you're actually learning the subject because when we do these end these final exams it's not a reflection of our knowledge it's a reflection of how good we're at revising and cramming and just putting information in our heads majority of the time people don't understand what they're doing in their subject they just do it for the sake of doing it and so with this going on if they're going to have to continue cancelling exams even for the year 12s now continue doing it honestly they should really consider maybe from the years onwards however to do teacher assessed grades as the grading system instead of doing final exams because teachers in a way that it can be unfair as well there's you can always argue you can always say it can be unfair it can't it can be all right but honestly like I just think that if they're not going to give us exams and they eventually give exams to other students and they're going to be like but these students didn't get exams that's unfair on us like it's all like messy whatever I don't know if that makes sense but that's my insight I just needed to say that sorry <laughs> oh I was gonna say like add on to that I think just even like the method of assessment is something that's unfair in that there's such a lack of variety that exams as we have them now and just in general sit down written exams are very like tailored towards one specific type of person and one specific type of learner and I think one of the things I heard about actually from one of our math teachers he was talking about his time at uni where he did like STEM at university I don't quite know how it worked where adults would go and learn everything and anything and then they'd come out with a degree that had nothing to do with what they learned because they were actually at university to learn and not like get a job um and so he would go in and there would be like six or seven pieces of paper turned face down and they would have to pick one and just explain that concept they would have a white wooden pen if they needed it things like that and so I was thinking like for example in, re in regards to myself it's such a minor thing but I write really slowly and so in doing an English but also in like chemistry as well where you'll have to do like longer answers written out I lose like several minutes for example just because of like something is that I can't help, such as like written communication. And so it seems like such a minor thing, but all in all, it does add up. And so then I was thinking, well, like a lot of the time I'll find myself in chemistry, I can explain a concept to a T. Like if you sat me down in front of someone and said, teach them this, I would be able to re-explain and like show that I understand what I'm learning. But when it comes to writing it down in an exam situation I get really clammed up because I get really stressed out and anxious and because I feel like an immense sense of pressure and so I feel like not only we're doing smaller regular assessments say like once a term that we don't surround with stress and instead we say we just want to evaluate how much you've learned like Harveen was saying 
not only would that encourage more passion towards the subject and more a better attitude towards learning where students like we've said are learning for the sake of learning and education because they're passionate about subjects and not because they want a good grade at the end of it but also I think if we diversified the methods in which we taught uh, methods in which we assess people I think that just makes it like so much fairer because there are going to be students who struggle in so many different like forums giving a student with dyslexia 20 percent extra time at the end of an exam will only do so much for them whereas allowing them to speak and do an oral exam in, a, in, in order to compensate because they might not have performed in well, as well in a written exam is so much better similarly we are assessed on our practical abilities in like science sub subjects because we do have required practicals but realistically it's just it doesn't really count as much towards our grade whereas if teachers said if they gave us like uh for example an, an idea for an investigation say like synthesize this organic product and then they said here's your time slot you have an hour to do it in here's all the equipment perform this um experiment under the correct conditions i feel like that would be a great way to assess how students understand the practical experiments instead of making me write out a six mark method on how to do it showing that i actually can do it surely is like a little bit better and so i think there just needs to be a little bit more diversity and people need to stop putting so much importance on written exams as if they're the be all and end all and as, as if they're a definitive means of measuring intelligence when they're really not just because a student doesn't do well in a written exam doesn't mean that in a practical setting they wouldn't completely wipe the floor with everyone else like it's just about what people's strong suits are and how they learn and how they express what they've learned i think yeah i, I find that really interesting i was actually having a conversation with my sister the other day and she we were, i can't remember what we were talking about but um she said why is it that intelligence is what we as a society have decided to pride prize the most because evolutionary it would have been like what strength ability to fight off predators or you know like cooking skills ability to feed yourself and your family or even like kindness ability to nurture your young but in today's society it is one very specific form of intelligence and if you do not have the privilege because it is a privilege to be well educated to be like be brought up in a family that kind of puts focus on that to be rich enough to have the resources to go to the right kind of school you know even like the area that you were brought up in all of these factors mean that not everyone can succeed in our society just because they don't have that specific form of intelligence that we've suddenly decided is like what employees want and what you know we as a society want whereas there are people sorry as you said with more practical skills you know I know people who aren't great at writing and you know aren't great in exams but are incredible public speakers or they have great practical skills and, and Harveen saying that's me I, I mean yeah you know if if Harveen could pass her exam doing a podcast it's like, <laughs> no but I wanted to say yeah like um in my GCSE exams got um I had panic attacks but it's because I, I can't do exams but if you put me like public speaking any type of speaking or practical stuff I'd, I'd be amazing I'd be so good and it's just sad to know that my grades are defined because of my ability to train myself for an exam sorry Miranda I interrupted you what you were saying there but <laughs> yeah no no you're exactly right that is my point like training yourself to and even now like <clears throat> compared to um when like my parents were doing exams 
I tell my mum asked me, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm learning how to answer exams. I'm revising a mark scheme. She was like, we never, we were never taught what was on a mark scheme. We are not even taught the content. We are taught how to pass an exam. Because in like, I remember from GCSE in science, if I knew, you know, you can lose marks because you haven't written the exact wording in the mark scheme, even if the concept is there. So we are trained to go through a formula and it's so formulaic and I know we keep repeating ourselves, but it's just not a good reflection of what education should be. And I really think something- That one there, Miranda, I remember, cause I, just an example, I spoke to one of my friends and I was like, cause I don't do exams, guys. Do you wanna know why I don't do any exams? Because I choose to learn the subject because I want to know what I'm learning. I don't wanna learn it just for the sake of the exams. I want to understand what I'm doing because I'm, I've chosen these subjects. And I said to my friends, like, I'm putting in so much work. I'm working so hard. Like, I'm giving up my time in the days to work, but I'm still doing really bad in exams. Like, why? And they're like, have you practiced, like, exam questions? And I was like, no. And I was like, well, that's your problem. And I was like, what? And then I was like, no. Then they were like, look at the mark schemes for each type of exam question, memorize it, and you'll be fine. And I was like, so I have to read mark schemes and learn through mark schemes instead of learning through my actual subject. You're trying to tell me that my final grade, which should be a reflection of how well I know my subject, the knowledge that I have, is instead my ability to be able to basically analyse a mark scheme and put that to my final exam. Because I thought school was meant for us educating ourselves. When it's not, guys, we don't learn anything about finance or anything. We learn about useless stuff uh, but aside from that I thought school was made the purpose was to educate ourselves and become smarter in what we want to do in the future but it's not the final grades we get for example I got a C in my autumn report let's use that as an example that C isn't a no actually you know let's say yeah, actually it was knowledge for mine but people for example that got the A's from cheating it's not because of their knowledge from the subject it's because of analyzing mark schemes cheating stuff like that it's just all flawed like seriously our final grades are not a, a reflection of our knowledge going to school does not educate us it educates us how to literally do exams in a formula way as miranda said like i just it's it's all corrupted and messed up but you know what guys we only have a couple of months then we're in uni for you guys i'm not going to uni but good luck with that by the way because I don't know how it's going to be I could never but a couple of more months for us but if you guys are young and you're like about to start school I don't want to stress you guys out okay we don't want to stress you out okay we're just saying from our past experiences things can change we don't know but honestly just know everyone's there for each other that's one thing I'm going to come back on to because as I came on this podcast to vent basically and I can now I, I, I'm just speaking to Sarah and Miranda in a sense right now I'm just speaking to them but it feels so good to know that they relate to me in a sense and that we will relate in the same way and like this just it's it's what helps so guys if you need to vent just do it and just know that everyone feels for you we all understand like honestly <laughs> alternatively you could guest on our podcast it's pretty much the same thing <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I remember we did touch on this like a little bit before about how I I got a bit deep before where um not on this podcast but like behind the scenes where I was being to do them. I I remember 
the thing that has really kept me going deep, like through this pandemic and through the entire sixth form experience, in fact, through the entire school experience, because we've got to do an episode where we go off on our school. Like, this was just the beginning. Like, this was just so the beginning. beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, but the thing that has seriously, seriously gotten me through it is has been like my friends, you guys included. And I remember, like, I gave the example of how, like. Although Harveen and I, we've been friends since, like, I think, I think all three of us have known each other since year seven, I think, through, like, sports clubs and stuff, right? Yeah, and I remember I met Miranda through sports, like, cross-country and things like that. Sorry, I spoke over you. But, um, and it was one of those things where it was, like, Harveen and I, I'll I'll go back to the example that I was doing, Um, Harveen and I, but we don't like always like speak speak in terms of like we'll see each other in the corridor be a quick nod hi how are you doing and we're on like perfectly like good terms with each other like she's one <laughs> like I love her she's my friend um but we hadn't had a chance to like properly speak and so I remember having like this awful awful day just like you know how just sometimes you have bad days it was one of them and out of nowhere I get like a phone notification and Harveen just messaged me like randomly on Instagram and she was, she was like um Hey, we Guys, when I say me and Sara literally like, hadn't spoken, like, we, it'd been maybe a year since we had a pro, years since we had a proper, we go to the same school, Honestly. we're in the same form, but we hadn't had a conversation for so long, but that day I was like, you know what, let me check up on Sara, so I did, and it turns out, <laughs> it, like, no, I'm, it, like, it literally made my day because of how, like, I think it was just this feeling of, like, it was the littlest thing but I could tell how sincere she was in that where it's like sometimes people ask you how you are and it would it'll be in a friendly way but it won't be from a place of like I want to know in the sense that it could just be like a passing conversation kind of thing and that's fine that's totally fine I'm not expecting everyone to be like so how are you really but just hearing it from her knowing it came from such a good place and it was such a lovely conversation that we had and like I again I know Miranda and I have had conversations like this too and it especially like it makes me feel really reassured in the friendships that I have because I'm not a particularly virtual person. Anyone who's had to text me ever will know this. I'm awkward on the phone. I'm awkward through text. I So I don't do it like a lot. And so now that we're in a kind of space where it has to be virtual, I like, I'll be honest, I've struggled a lot about like maintaining those friendships and relationships. Although I don't have any like bad feeling towards anyone um it has just been a thing where certain friendships have faded away and so I'm always so so grateful when people like understanding of that and they just kind of put in that extra effort and I will also put in that extra effort and like bring it all up because we've got to have each other's backs you know we've got to be there for each other and just check in I know we've said that a lot no, in this but, podcast, that is, but it couldn't be it's an example true, of that the little yeah. things literally matter like Guys, I had no idea Sarah was having a bad day. I hadn't spoken to her for years, but I was like, you know what, let me message her, because why not? Like, I haven't spoken to her for a long time. And it made her day. Like, the little things, you could literally ask someone how they are, and it could literally make them feel so much better. And I just think that's that's beautiful, man. Like, honestly, you can have that effect on someone by just asking how they are. And it's just, it's important. It really is important during times like these, 100%. Yeah, I, I, mean, yeah, I mean, I even as you said, like being on the podcast is venting. It really helps so much. So, oh god, like when I messed, Harvey messaged me, being like, "I want to be in the podcast." I was like, "Cool, what do you want to talk about?" And she's like, "I want to like, talk about this, this. I want to talk about marriage, relationships." Oh my god, we have not even got onto 
the second topic of this is gonna be a long one guys um i think i think we'll end it here um part two stay tuned tuned because we'll post part two soon um but for now i love you i love you too i love you guys too yeah can't wait to talk Oh, uh, yeah, one quick thing. Again, thank you so much, Harveen. Loved having you on here. Loved speaking to you. But I completely forgot to mention, if you are a current A-level, GCSE, BTEC, anything like that student, you don't have to be a current student, um, but if you would like a chance to have a say in how your grades are calculated for this year, even if you're an international student as well, um, there is a link to a government survey that they're putting out Um I think maybe if you go over to our Instagram page, we can maybe put a link to it there or something. Miranda, if you don't mind doing that. Um, yeah, I'll so if that. you guys would love to have a say or if you're just, if you've got friends who are currently in exam years, so even if it doesn't directly affect you and you'd love to support us, it would be great if you could just go and fill that form out. Um, yeah, yeah but fine. sorry, I just had to quickly put that in there. No, that's good, that's good, yeah. Raise awareness. Uh, I've been Sarah. I've been Miranda. And this has been The, the Common Ground Podcast. Podcast.